0: Jesus said, if another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If a member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. for where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. It's a gift to celebrate this homecoming Sunday together with you to begin this new program year, a new school year, a new chapter in our life together at St. James Church. You know, when the announcement was made at the very beginning of the summer that I would have the privilege to serve as your next rector, I said on that announcement video that I love being a priest, and that's still true. Uh, I love St. James Church, and that with God's help, we're gonna do amazing things together for the life of the world, and I believe that. With the gospel of Jesus Christ at the heart of all that we do and at the center of who we are now is the time as St. Paul just reminded us in our epistle reading to put on the armor of light and to move prayerfully and courageously into the days and God willing years ahead. We come here together on Sundays and other days too, to remember, to remember our calling to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I love that image that Paul uses tonight, like a fresh set of new clothes to put on Christ. We're fed by his word and Sacrament. We continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of the bread and in the prayers, and we grow together through our study, our service, and by the grace of god we become little christ little christ cs lewis writes of the purpose of the church in his book mere christianity in this way he says the church exists for nothing else but to draw men and women into christ to make them little christ if they're not doing that all the cathedrals the clergy the missions Sermons, even the Bible itself, are simply a waste of time. God became human for no other purpose. I like that. Lewis being a little provocative, but I think that's right. We exist for nothing else but to make little Christ. And Jesus promises us in our gospel reading tonight that whenever two or three are gathered together in his name, that he promises to be there, to be with us, to share his life with us, the divine life. So on these Sundays, as we come around Christ in gospel, in our proclamation, in song, as we share in the real presence of Jesus in his sacrament, it's here in this place that we come into contact with the living Christ. We share communion with God and with one another, and we become walking sacraments. That's an image that I hold on to day after day, in our voca- that our vocation is to be these walking outward signs of God's invisible grace. We become the sacrament as we leave this place. One of my favorite theologians of the 20th century was close friends with C.S. Lewis. His name was Austin Ferrer. He was really C.S. Lewis's priest, visited him on his deathbed, but he writes this about uh, this image of walking sacrament, that we would become so at home with the beloved, so attuned to the voice of Christ, so much friends of Christ, that we become transparent, constant channels of the love and peace of Christ. What a vision for our life together at St. James, that we would become so at home with the beloved, so attuned to the voice of Christ, that we would be these channels of the peace of Christ, that we would be outward and visible signs of love and of peace. And in case you're wondering what my big, bold vision is for St. James, that's it, that we would be walking sacraments, outward signs of peace, and love. It's a great story in this collection of the desert fathers and mothers um, that you maybe have heard before. Here's how it goes. This is a a collection of sayings of second and third century monastic figures who went out into into the desert. Abba Lot went to Abba Joseph and said to him, Abba, as far as I can, I say my little office. I fast a little, I pray and meditate, I live in peace as far as I can. I purify my thoughts. What else can I do? Then the old man stood up. He stretched out his hands toward heaven. His fingers became like 10 lamps of fire. And he said to him, if you will, you can become all flame. Friends, our life of faith is about trusting that this is where we come into contact with that fire, that life, right? This is so much more than um, a list of rules to follow, a kind of bland moralism, a set of doctrines that don't seem to have anything to do with real life, which I think doctrine actually does, but that's for another sermon and another time. But right, this is about becoming fully alive. Christ has come to share our humanity so that we wake up and we become alive in the spirit, and if we will, can become all flame. Just the other day, I was at my two boys' uh, convocation at their school, and the chaplain had arranged for uh, a Buddhist, a rabbi, a Presbyterian, a Baptist preacher, and an Episcopalian uh, to round things out. Uh, to sort of bless the kids as they began began a new school year, and the teachers and the staff and the parents, and uh, the rabbi, he reminded us that the fifteenth of, of September uh, begins the celebration of Rosh Hashanah, which is you know the Jewish New Year when God called all things into being. And he he brought his ram's horn, the shofar, and admitted to not being very good at at blowing into it, but he did a fine job. And and he reminded us after uh, blowing the shofar that the purpose is to say, you know, wake up. He said we can go through life in a sort of drowsy way, not paying attention to what matters most. So, you know, wake up is the call for us as we enter into this new program year to pay attention to what matters most and to listen for the whisper of the Holy Spirit in the depths of our hearts, calling us back to life, calling us to newness, calling us to renewal. So now is as good of a time as any to begin paying attention to what, to what matters most in life. Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh and His glorious kingdom. His kingdom that brings the fire of love to burn on earth as it does in heaven. His kingdom that comes to bring the eternal light that's coming to life in us. So tonight, let's stretch forth our hands, receive that light, that love, that peace. But remember to be careful because we're touching glory. We're touching glory and it will make us little Christ walking sacraments, all flame.